Hello, my name's Patrick, and I'm a Scream Queen. I'm a Scream Queen. And so are you! <laughs> Hello again, my beautiful screamers, and welcome to another episode of Scream Queens, the podcast where horror gets bent. This is episode 133, and tonight, bonus episode, because we're going to be taking a quickie, spoiler-free preview, review of the brand new slasher movie, Girl House. And straight boys, you're going to have your eyes full of sexy girls doing sexy things. As well as your ears full of me. Awkward. Hi there, this is Jared from Geek Stuff Off the Cuff. Now, if you're not sure what Geek Stuff Off the Cuff is, well, it's a casual conversational chat between myself and my good buddy Tony about anything and everything in the geeky world of today. From technology to weddings, Doctor Who to tabletop games, comic conventions, and a whole heck of a lot more. Now, there's only two rules for Geek Stuff Off the Cuff. One, you have to be passionate about what you're going to be talking about. And two, you can't do one lick of prep work. That's right. The entire show is improvised just like a real true conversation with your friends. So join me, Tony, and a whole bunch of guests from all over this globe to talk about geek stuff off the cuff. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Pocket Casts, and pretty much any place where you get your podcasts from. New episode every Wednesday. See you then. So welcome back to everybody who's back for another episode, and so a very special welcome to all of you new listeners who are coming in through the Podcast Awards site, because yes, it's still Podcast Awards voting season, so I'm going to say it again. Head over to www.podcastawards.com once a day, every day, and vote for me and all of your other favorite shows that are listed that you want to see take home the gold. There's still another week to go, so there's still plenty of time to catch up if you haven't voted yet. Shame on you. But you know what? Still, keep voting. It's great. I love you guys. I love to see all the retweeting that's going on. It makes Daddy feel real good. Now, there's not a lot to talk about this time because I'm trying to keep this a short episode. First of all, some of you are probably wondering, hey... Weren't you supposed to be talking about Cruise into Terror with Owen Robertson and Tom Soderbergh? Yes, I was, and I did sit down to record it with them, but there were audio problems with Skype. So Daddy decided that it was better to pull the plug and redo it at another time because things were just getting way too confused. It's a confusing movie, lots of plot lines, way too many characters, and we just had so much to say about it that we're going to record it again this week. So you'll be getting another episode next week. Because we're chock full of March or something. I don't know. It's March Madness. Sure, I hate that. That's stupid. That's basketball. Whatever. It's it's just being me, me being fabulous. Okay? That's what it is. So if you haven't played along at home, you can go over and check out Cruise into Terror on YouTube in its entirety. If you want to have a real taste of 1970s made-for-TV horror cheese, you're in for a treat. Because this one is bonkers with the B and another K in it. So it's bonkers. Curs. The other thing I want to say, if you're not watching The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt on Netflix, you should be. A, it's hilarious. It's one of the freshest, funniest shows I've seen in a long time. But the real reason you need to watch it is because there's a whole subplot involving Professor Dracula's 
spooky laboratory and bar and grill. And there are scenes that are shot there. And you know what Professor Dracula's spooky laboratory and bar and grill really is? It's the Jekyll and Hyde Club where I used to work and hope to hopefully be back there soon when the season kicks up again. So if you want to see what I was doing for a living, granted I'm not wearing monster makeup and singing, although that would have been much more fun than what we actually do there, check it out. Check it out anyway. You will laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. And then you'll try to breathe and you won't be able to breathe, but you'll still keep laughing and you might die. But it'll be worth it. It'll be worth it. Remember when, as a homework assignment, I asked you to watch Scare Zone? I think it's from 2009, but it's available for free on Hulu to watch at any time. And some of you called in your reviews of it, and some of them were bad, but most of them were really good. But here's the thing. One half of the gay couple from The Walking Dead is in Scare Zone. Jordan Woods Robinson has a really fun, fun, unforgettable role in Scare Zone. And so that's just daddy being ahead of the curve. I was giving you something cool and gay to watch before I even knew how cool and gay that it was. And now he's a whole big celebrity, and I was going to get him on the show to talk about Scare Zone, but good luck with that now. But, hey, if you still want to watch it, if you want to watch it now, if you didn't watch it before, but now you want to watch it because he was on The Walking Dead, it's still on Hulu. Go do that. But don't do it now. We have a show to do. That's really all the business I want to take care of before I get into the big business. So I'm going to play a little music and we're going to get down to talking about what's going on at Girl House. Yeah. 
Now, before we go a step farther, something occurred to me as I was mixing all this together. This is the second show in a row that I have used music by Olivia Newton-John. What's going on? How did that happen? I don't know. It just did. But you know what? She's a gay icon. She's done tons of work as an AIDS activist. So let's just embrace it and move on. Because we're not here to talk about Olivia Newton-John. Believe it or not, although I could, but I'm not going to. <laughs> we had enough of that last week. But <laughs> we... We're here to talk about Girl House. Now, Girl House is a brand new movie. It's a sequel to the animated film Monster House. And it's about this little girl house who's having trouble fitting in because, you know, she can't move into the good neighborhoods where all the rich people are because she's got glass ceilings installed in her. And that's how that goes. But it's got a great theme song. It's like, girl house, she's a house that's a girl Girl house, look at her now, she's so beautiful. Eyelashes on her windows, lipstick around her door. Her hair is blonde and curly, but she won't take it anymore. Girl house, she's standing up for girl house power. Girl house, it's it's only half an hour. Sure. Okay, that's not that show. That's not the movie at all. But you know what? If... Only. That would be an amazing movie, but we wouldn't be talking about here what we probably would, knowing me, but we're not. It's not that movie at all. Girl House is a brand new slasher movie directed by the insanely hot Mr. Trevor Matthews, who also brought us such delightful pieces as Jack Brooks' Monster Slayer and one of my favorites, The Shrine, which I talked about a long, long time ago, and we're not talking about it again. Go back and listen to it. So, actually, speaking of listening to it, let's listen to the trailer. Okay, ladies, I think it's time. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Time for what? <laughs> hey, boys. Here I am. Have you been on the internet lately? Porn is not what it used to be. I mean, it's totally different now. It's mainstream and accepted. There's no stigma. Nobody cares. Welcome to Girl House, sweetie. So, like, hundreds of guys are watching us right now. Thousands at any given moment. Dude, I know that girl. You know this creature. Not possible. Sorry, lover boy. Just missed me. You really are that a creep. Turn around. This is insane. There has to be some way to find them. Girl House is the story of this young gal named Kylie, and she's a college chick, and she's been having some financial difficulty, and also she's really 
really girl next door gorgeous. And she's been approached by a company before to do some online work, if you know what I mean. And she turned it down. But now things are getting more difficult. I believe her mom is sick and her dad died. I forget exactly what the sob story is because it doesn't really matter. The thing is, she's just trying to make ends meet, get through college, get her degree. She's actually working her way through college through pornography. I suppose it does happen. So she accepts a job at the new online sensation site called Girl House. And the whole concept of Girl House is that it's kind of like the Big Brother house. That subscribers can watch the house 24 hours a day. And watch the girls interacting with each other on a daily basis aside from just sexually. So that they can, I don't know, form an attachment to them in a different sort of a way besides objectifying them, please. And, you know, identify them. Identify with them and feel like they know them. And it's the super secure site and they have the highest tech Everything to make sure that the girl's identity is protected. And that nobody knows where the house is. And things like that. Of course, things are about to go horribly, horribly wrong. Because one of their most loyal customers is someone we only know as Loverboy. That's his screen name. And that's all they know him as either. It's just Loverboy. Now, we met Loverboy at the beginning of the movie way in a flashback where he was humiliated as a child by two little, I have to say, bitchy girls in a way that you don't really come back from, especially at that age. And I have to give Girl House credit right off the bat for killing a kid. Yep, I'm not spoiling much, but, you know, one of those girls does not make it home that day. So now we're flashing forward. Loverboy loves the site. He loves chatting with the girls. And they all know him like, oh, it's Loverboy. Isn't this wonderful? But when he forms an attachment to Kylie, because like I said, she's not doing as much of the hardcore stuff that the other girls are doing. They're free to do whatever they want. If they want to bring a guy there and perform that way, that's fine. If they want to do hardcore sex acts, that's fine. If they just want to do a little strip tease, great. And that's kind of what Kylie does. She's all about the tease. She'll do her little sweet little innocent dance and oh, is, 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 the, is the bra going to drop off this time? Is the towel going to drop? Maybe, maybe not. And people are lapping it up. People are tuning into Kylie more than they're tuning into their formerly most popular girl, who is of course, you know, the one who's the most sexually provocative in the classic porn way. However, something happens where once again, Loverboy is humiliated. Now, not just in the woods alone with two little girls. Now, he's humiliated in a way that was broadcast all over the internet, all over the world. And now these girls have to pay. And unfortunately, Loverboy is quite the computer genius and he doesn't have a lot of trouble tracking them down and he has to make things right. Now that's really much all I'm going to say from the plot and that's really all you're going to glean from the trailer as well. I did not give anything away because that's not what I'm here for. I really enjoyed Girl House a lot. Now I went in a little leery 
because I've seen a movie like this before where it was about girls performing for webcams and getting murdered while they were doing their shows, and it was very, 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 very sleazy. And the girls were being punished because they were whores. That's not the case here. These girls are not being killed because of their sexuality or being teases or anything like that. They're being punished because they did something unspeakably cruel. Just like the girl in the woods was cruel. And he spent a lot of time with Loverboy outside of the house. And you get into his head and you understand the psychological pain that this man is in. Not that it's justifying what he's doing, but just that little peek into his head adds a whole other dimension to this film that I appreciated. Also, while there is sexuality involved, there's plenty of nudity, and there's some simulated sex acts and things like that, and erotica is always there. It's never really feeling exploitive. You see enough to see what you need to see, is what I should say. You see enough that you say, okay, I know what's going on. I don't need to see it graphically. Given the subject nature, it's a surprisingly tasteful movie. And interestingly enough, the same thing applies to the violence that ensues when he starts killing these girls. It's brutal. The things he does is... Some of the things, I my eyes were just popping out of my head going, that is unspeakably savage. But it doesn't linger on it. It's not about the gore. It's not about... You know, the exploitation of these girls' deaths, it's about the savagery involved in it and the psychological torment that's causing this kind of violence level. And the other thing I really admire the movie for is it's got a certain Halloween vibe. Not that it looks like it, not that it feels like it. It's more in how Loverboy is stalking the house because he has the girls are stalked. He's not like a jack-in-the-box that just pops up and blah, jump scare, blah. You kind of always know where he is. And when you don't, well, that's the fun stuff because you know he's around. And sometimes, quite often, you're screaming at the girls, he's right there, he's right there, turn around. And he's like, that kind of thing. And that suspense that's building, like, he's right there, but when is he going to strike? Is he going to strike? How is he going to strike? And the other thing that's creepy and awful and wonderful is that since, well, given the nature of the site and how it's all designed to let you get to know the girls beyond their, beyond their sexuality, is that he, in fact, knows these girls. He knows them really well. He knows what they like. And he also knows what scares them. This is a very entertaining film, and I love the cast. I love everybody in it. I really love Loverboy. I really felt bad for Lover, Lover, Loverboy. Lover, Loverboy. I really felt bad for Loverboy. I said it again. I'm just going to call him Loverboy now. So, so I felt bad for Loverboy. I identified. It doesn't justify what he does, but at least you know what got him to this point and the heartbreak that got him there because psychologically, being humiliated is something people don't get over easy. Anybody. It's one of the biggest psychological barriers that people have. Especially when it's publicly. And I can only imagine what it's like on a global scale. You don't recover from that. You don't forget it. I mean, even little things. Like, I can remember there was a... Okay. Sidebar. Fireside chat. When I was in high school, I was out with my friend Christy. And she was shopping for prom dresses. And me being the gay best friend, I went along with her. And at a certain point, she did the old, oh, you've got something on your shirt thing. 
and ran her finger up my chest, across my nose, and then started screaming at me, you're so stupid! I can't believe you fell for that! Ha 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 ha! You're so stupid! And the whole store was staring at me. And I was 16. And you know when you're 16, the whole world revolves around you. You know, you think the whole world is staring at you anyway. So to be humiliated like that, I did not forget that. Oh, I forgave her for it. It was a joke, but I did not forget. Flash forward many years later, I was helping her pick out her wedding dress. The same mall. And after she took off one gown and put her clothes back on, I said, Oh, you've got a thread caught here. Oh, thumb up the nose. Uh I can't believe you're so stupid. Who's so stupid now? I fell for it 15 years ago, but you're an adult. You're an idiot and it turned out everybody in the store was staring at me because all of a sudden I'm the bully and also she had no recollection of doing this at all there was a point to the story well yeah it's just about being humiliated so I just I, I bought into the lover boy's humiliation and I really liked the girls it doesn't fall into the lot of we're pretty so we're bitchy traps you know there's a, there's a little cross section of everything and uh, there's tons of suspense wonderfully shot uh, the things going on outside the house, I appreciate it too, because of course, all of this is being broadcast on the internet. So people are watching the girls die, and particularly a boy that it turns out recognizes Kylie. He went to high school with her. And he's like, wait, I know where she goes to school, which is not far from my school. So he goes to the school and then they start dating and he knows what she does. She t- he tells her that she knows, so he- it's especially grueling to watch him trying to get something to happen on the other end. His sense of helplessness, as the, the cops don't care, they think it's a joke, or there's no way to find it because it's so well hidden. Okay, we finally got an address, but guess what? That's corporate headquarters and not the house. And the way the internet is used and you know, the whole idea of, hey, as Loverboy says at one point as he ties up the guy who runs Girl House and forces him to watch what he's doing, the last thing he says to him is, enjoy the show. And I did enjoy the show. I very much highly recommend Girl House. I don't know when it's getting a wide release uh, on video or whatnot, but uh, check it out. It gets a huge thumbs up from me.
lover boy yikes no 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 anyway my beautiful screamers that's gonna wrap this puppy up for another week there's not gonna be any voicemail this week because like i said i'm keeping it short edward from phoenix i know you left a bunch of voicemails i'll get to them next time okay you love me you still love me of course you do you just accepted me into your fold as gross as that sounded. But anyway, that's not the point. Nobody knows what we're talking about. But hey, if you want to get your voicemail in for next time, if you've seen a movie that you love or that you hated or if you have a recommendation or a comment on something that I've done or am doing or want me to do, by all means, give me a call at 917-720-2047. Or you can write me at crew at screamqueens.com. You can follow me on Twitter at screamqueens. Or you can follow me on Facebook by doing a search on Scream Queens Horror Podcast and join the conversation over there. Join, join, join the conversation over there. So uh, remember to keep voting over at www.podcastawards.com. If you want to take a listen to my audiobook, Marilyn, check it out on audible.com and on amazon.com. Do a search on Marilyn and Patrick K. Walsh. It should take you right there. And I will swear to God I'm going to get a link up soon so that you can buy it proper because I know you're just clamoring to hear it. You know, so I think that's about it. Cruise into terror next time. Do your homework. Play along at home. Watch it on YouTube. Call in with comments. Write in with comments. But whatever you do, continue to keep the world a creepier place. And remember, as my grandmama used to say, I remember back in my day when phone sex had to be done with two paper cups and a string. And before that, we had to do it by telegram. But before that, it was the Pony Express, and that I miss. Giddy up! Bye! I go hunting for witches Heads up, goes some of the music for tonight's program has been provided by Mavio's Music Service. Check them out at music.mavio.com, bitches. <laughs>